0: This Studio Sacramento episode is supported by UC Davis Health, where doctors, nurses, and researchers share a passion for advancing health. Learn more about their latest medical innovations at health.ucdavis.edu.
1: UC Davis's Aggie Square project has been called Sacramento's biggest economic development project in a generation and aspires to transform the university and the capital region. Chancellor Gary May joins us to talk about the project. Chancellor, what led you and your team to make this initiative such a huge part of the university's investment plans for Sacramento? Well, Scott,
0: a number of things led to that. First, we just thought Sacramento and the region was ripe for this kind of opportunity and it dovetailed quite nicely with the strategic plan of the university uh, in the areas of entrepreneurship and innovation and strategic partnerships and raising the visibility of the organization. And I think, lastly, any public university has a tripartite mission of education, research, and public service. And Aggie Square really checks all three of those boxes, in particular, the public service mission, uh, economic development, is, is part and parcel of the that part of the mission. And Aggie
1: Square will, will have a significant economic development impact
0: on the city and the region.
1: And what exactly is the university's investment in the project from a projected dollar size over, say, the next 10 years? Well,
0: phase one of Aggie Square is about a $1.1 billion construction project. Uh, now that is not, uh, the precise answer to your question about the university's investment, but that's, uh, the, the amount of money that we are, uh, uh, participating in with our, uh, development partner, Wexford Science and Technology. Um, uh, the model for these, uh, type of developments is, uh, you know, the university owns the land where Aggie Square is located, and so there's a ground lease, uh, that is, uh, paid by the developer to the university, to the UC. And then when the construction is complete, the university is one of several lessees that will rent space in the uh, buildings that are constructed, um, with the university being able to rent at a premium rate, at a am at a, at a, sorry, at a, a lower rate than the premium, which will be paid by our, our uh, partners, uh, our industry partners, which will co-locate with us in the development.
1: When you're talking to potential partners, stakeholders, and just the public in general, how do you describe Aggie Square? Well,
0: Aki Square is going to be a, sort of a live, learn, work, play environment where our students, our researchers, um, uh, our industry partners, our community members will all be able to work side by side in a variety of ways. Uh, certainly, learning is a big aspect of what we will we'll always be doing, doing uh, cutting edge research in the life sciences, engineering, and technology. Uh, developing new companies uh, in those areas. So there's there's space for um, uh, uh, startups, and there's an an accelerator and incubator space. Um, We will have uh, opportunities for uh, training, uh, workforce development for uh, the surrounding community. Uh, And um, naturally, what will develop and what will evolve in the space are are, uh, small businesses, uh, 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 and other uh, enterprises that will just sort, sort of support what's happening in and around Aggie Square. you know, anything from restaurants uh, to, to uh, hotels and cleaners and things like that, that'll naturally evolve as, as Aggie Square makes progress.
1: For decades, people have talked about a project of this magnitude coming to the campus in Sacramento. And there have been fits and starts, but nothing ever really got off the ground. What made this the right moment?
0: You know, I think it was a unique combination of things. One was, you know, I had some prior experience uh, at my previous university uh, developing a, a project called Technology Square in Atlanta. So I sort of knew how that was, this was done uh, and how to get the right sort of engagement between the, the, the city, the government, uh, and industry, and the university. All three pieces are, are really important to, to be successful uh, how to, uh, sort of pitch the project to the community. Um, and, um, you know, just kinda had some, I think we had some credibility because I had that experience and I think the timing was right. I think, you know, uh, Mayor Steinberg has been an incredible partner and this is, uh, in completely in, aligns well, uh, with his, his own vision for what he wanted to do in the area of economic development in Sacramento. So he and I developed a rapport very quickly and uh, that rapport remains very strong. And we see the same things and want the same things for the project. And then when we added Wexford to the team, uh, that uh, combination just got stronger because we all have sort of the same vision for we want what we wanna see Aggie Square be.
1: When, when you're doing a project like this and you're at the conception stage, you have to win hearts and minds. What do you think was the most compelling argument that you and your colleagues had to make in order to get people to believe enough to bring together this partnership that you've just described
0: well i think it helped that this was something new that that had not been done before i I think it also helped that uh, there was a recognition that the city of sacramento was overly dependent on the government sector for its uh, its its uh, economic prowess and 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 clout and we needed something different something in the tradable sector uh sectors uh, that would uh, enhance that and complement that uh, the university was at a place where, you know, uh, you know, one of the things I sold to the university when I came as chancellor was, you know, we're, we're kind of a sleeping giant or had been a sleeping giant where we had all these wonderful technologies and, and all the science that was being developed, but um, not many people knew about it. So uh, I really stressed to the university community how we needed to enhance our visibility to, to establish some strategic partnerships, not with just um, the government, but also with uh, the uh, our industry uh, partners and and just really raise the profile of UC Davis to where I believe its, it's rightful place should be. And finally, uh, to provide some of that service I mentioned before to not only the local residents that surround Aggie Square, but to to the, the city, the state, the region, uh, et cetera. So all those things sort of came together and, and people really bought into what we were trying to accomplish. And it's, I'm very excited about where we're
1: going. You know, one of the things you mentioned is in talking about your industry partners, there was a, a, a conventional wisdom uh, that's operated for years that said that industry would never locate within the city of Sacramento at all they want to they want to be in more of the outlying areas and that sort of thing and this is a big bet that that conventional wisdom is wrong what gives you confidence that industry is going to be willing to co-locate with uh, UC Davis at Aggie Square.
0: Well, I think one of the big selling points that makes uh, this project attractive to industry is the presence of UC Davis. Workforce is is key, especially in in uh, in high tech. You got to have the the brain power, uh, the technical skills, the workforce that will make your company successful. Uh, it has to be easily accessible in close proximity. And having UC Davis now view itself. Not just uh, on the other side of the causeway in Davis, but also having a connection to Sacramento was key there. And I also think that uh, another thing that attracts industry is uh, being uh, in close proximity to the capital of the fifth largest economy in the world here in in Sacramento. And um, uh, having those, you know, uh, uh, the possibility of influencing policy or at least uh, knowing what's coming down the pike policy wise. Uh, and
1: all those sorts of things
0: are are also, I think, attractive factors for industry.
1: And when it comes down to it, you've described a lot about the benefits to the region itself. How is this project, and all that you all believe it will bring, going to advance the mission of UC Davis? Well, it's gonna
0: do a number of things for UC Davis. One, uh, it's gonna provide uh, a mechanism for our students to Uh, get training and get employment and to uh, express their ideas uh, from an entrepreneurial standpoint. Two, it's going to be we're building the first new uh, wet lab research facilities in in more than 20 years uh, in that part of uh, uh, our university. Uh, And three, uh, as I mentioned, it just enhances our visibility. It really puts us on the map in terms of a key player for uh, developing intellectual property and commercializing intellectual property, Uh, initially now in the life sciences area, but growing into uh, food and ag tech and things that we're sort of known for uh, uh, locally, but maybe not as well nationally or internationally.
1: Hmm. For, For those of us who are just being introduced to this project, were there other models of universities making similar types of investments that if we if we look to, or if you look to in the planning process, where we can kind of see the direction, may not be exactly the same, but the direction that Aggie Square is going to take us?
0: In? Sure. Uh, I mentioned Technology Square in Atlanta with Georgia Tech, which is where I came from, but there are other models uh, around the country. There's Baker Square in Pittsburgh with Carnegie Mellon. There's Research Triangle Park in North Carolina with uh, North Carolina State and, and University of North Carolina. Uh, there's Kendall Square in 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 Cambridge and Boston with MIT and a host of other universities. So so this is kind of a proven. Uh, sort of model. Uh, our, our development partner, Wexford, has experience with Washington University and St. Louis and several other places uh, where they have uh, seen success with this kind of model. It just hadn't been done uh, here in California, certainly not in, in Northern California. So um, I have a lot of confidence that this model uh, is effective and will, will be successful.
1: Hmm. When uh, One of the concerns that historically has accompanied these types of investments, particularly in Sacramento, is its effect on the surrounding area and the residents within the area. There hasn't been historically, just to be blunt about it, a lot of trust between UC Davis and the residents of Oak Park. In fact, there was litigation on this project, which maybe you can talk a little bit about, but um, what's the reality in terms of how the UC Davis and the community are going to move forward?
0: Yeah, I think that's a fair question. I, I became uh, aware of the historical trust issues between the university uh, and the surrounding community uh, as the project developed. And I became really uh, committed to, to reversing that uh, situation and, and building trust. So um, with uh, the, you know, some of the uh, concerns expressed around uh, displacement and, and, and other issues, what we decided to do uh, was to develop what we call a community benefits partnership agreement uh, with the local uh, neighborhoods. And there are many aspects to that agreement that address those concerns that I think the most significant is the establishment of a $50 million affordable housing trust fund uh, that will be funded uh, in a number of ways. One, uh, through uh, some uh, internal resources at the city, two, through the, the, the tax revenue that the project will generate And three, through some uh, private fundraising that we are helping with directly to provide some immediate uh, assistance and relief for local residents with, uh, uh, you know, uh, displacement concerns. Uh, We also have committed to hiring 20% of Aggie Square uh, uh, employment uh, uh, from the three zip codes that surround the project. Uh, And I think that number rises to to 25% at some point. Um, now, that's a lot of uh, jobs. The uh, project is expected to have 5,000 construction jobs immediately and 25,000 ongoing jobs uh, as we reach steady state uh, with Aggie Square Business. Um, and then finally, we've done some neighborhood improvements to, you know, pedestrian walkways and, and things like that that I think will be uh, appreciated and beneficial as well. But I think the big pieces of that agreement are the, the, the housing, the affordable housing fund and, and the commitment to hiring locally.
1: And the status of that litigation that was involved with the project? Where is that today? Uh, both cases there were there was a case uh, by the uh,
0: the local community residents. and There was another case from labor. Both of those cases have been uh, resolved uh, amicably. Uh, we we reached a resolution uh, that we uh, all sides are are are, are happy with, uh, to best of my knowledge. Uh, and there are no there's no pending litigation at at present.
1: Hmm. Uh, have uh, you or some of the aspects of the university, like the Graduate School of Management and others, done any studies about what might be the long-term economic impact of Aggie Square within not just its its specific area, but within the, the metropolitan area of our region itself? Yeah,
0: one of the things we, we did early on, Scott, was to uh, commission a, a study, an uh, economic development study, uh, and to get to the, uh, the, the bottom line, uh, that study indicates that Aggie Square will be generating $5 billion annually of economic development for the city of Sacramento and the region. Uh, a lot of factors go into that, but uh, that's, a, that's a significant uh, number for, you know, any city or region. So uh, it's a very exciting uh, 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 prospect for us to be contributing to that.
1: Now, this is the topic that is front and center when people are talking about UC Davis right now, but but it's a big university a big nation state in its own right <laughs> that you lead. What other things are going on that maybe the rest of us haven't heard about yet that are pretty exciting to you?
0: Several things. One, uh, we are in the midst of a fundraising campaign, a uh, capital campaign, which we have titled Expect Greater. Uh, The goal of that campaign is to raise $2 billion for the university by 2024. Uh, We're making really good progress. We're about 82% of the way toward that goal uh, with a little less than two years remaining. Um, We will have a record fundraising year this year, uh, uh, fiscal 22. Uh, So that's that's a very positive. Tell us the
1: good news. What does that look like?
0: Uh, that number is potentially a three hundred million dollar uh, uh, year for for UC Davis. The previous record was last year, was uh, two hundred and sixty nine million. I think is the number. Wow. So, and we've had record years each of the last four uh, four of the last five years. I think is the is the right uh, metric. So uh, we're in moving in the right direction in terms of private fundraising. Uh, another thing I'm very proud of is our research productivity. Um, this fiscal year, we will also cross the $1 billion mark in new research awards uh, for the first time in the history of UC Davis. And that makes us one of only about a couple dozen universities in the country who can make that claim. So uh, a lot of positive things looking very, very uh, uh, strong and robust at the university.
1: Those are are amazing achievements, especially in the face of all of us being in lockdown for the past couple of years. Uh, how did you all manage to, to pull off that sort of upward progression at the same time that, frankly, all of us and you all as well were suffering from the dislocation related to COVID?
0: Well, I think UC Davis had one of the uh, uh, best COVID responses of any uh, uh, institution of higher education in the country uh, through our Healthy Davis Together program. You know, we had a really robust sur- surveillance testing uh, activity. Uh, We had a vaccine mandate. Uh, We've had uh, uh, our students collaborating and and cooperating uh, with uh, the protocols that were put in place. Uh, We've had consistently lower COVID test positivity than the the rest of the the state, the region, uh, and the nation uh, over the same periods of time. So I think that uh, enabled us in some ways to maintain our research productivity and and other uh, types of productivity in the face of the really challenging pandemic circumstances.
1: You know, one one of the things that's been discussed before um, related to the research capability of the university is a number of patents or or innovations that have come out of the university, and I'm not just talking about. The School of Medicine. I'm talking about the, you know, the School of Agriculture, Engineering, all the others. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, from your standpoint as a leader, and and factoring in Aggie Square to all of this, how is it that we, as a region, do a better job of capturing that innovation, not just in its in its discovery, but in harvesting that, so that way it does create the industry and the jobs uh, and that sort of thing that really could benefit the region? How, how do we do that better from your vantage
0: point? Well, I, I think that's an integral aspect of the mission of Aggie Square. I mean, we've we produced uh, really uh, in valuable intellectual property every year in the forms of invention disclosures and patents and uh, startups and other things. Uh, the key is how do we keep those keep those companies and keep that intellectual property local? Uh, so we must give, uh, provide an outlet for people to to um, get their startup going and and cross what we call the valley of death, where you go from idea to to from to uh, proof of concept to uh, uh, scalable uh, uh, manufacturing, if if that's the industry, a uh, scalable industry. So uh, one of the missions of having an Aggie Square is to help facilitate some of that uh, uh, interactions, some of those interactions that make that possible. Uh, and make uh, staying in Sacramento an attractive uh, proposition for people with good ideas uh, uh, for commercialization. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, when when we go back and we think about um, the the creation of this initiative, and it's located uh, at the campus for the medical center. Mm -hmm. Years ago, there was a notion that sacramento has a a under leveraged resource which is that we have billions of dollars of investment in healthcare between not just your system but the other neighboring systems that are all by and large you have three large systems all within virtually a mile of each other is there any opportunity or has there been any thought given to how it is that while you all are competitors at one level how it is that there might be a greater collaboration in order to really leverage not only all of the billions in physical plant and expertise that all of you collectively have right now, but then with you all with UC Davis bringing all that it's bringing to the table right now to even take that to a higher level.
0: You know, we love nothing more than to be a good collaborative partner. Uh, for what I would call our, our competitors I mean, we, we do compete with some of the other uh, systems, sure. but uh, there are areas where uh, it makes sense for us to think about being cooperative, workforce development, for example, we all need a strong uh, a workforce to draw from uh, mm-hmm. and other infrastructure that uh, will uh, keep our, our you know, friends and neighbors here uh, uh, healthy and happy and having a high quality of life. Those are the types of things that we should think about more uh, collaboration on. I don't have anything specific in mind that I can point to, sure. but we certainly are open uh, to having some of those discussions with with some of those competitors.
1: So as we look forward toward the future, what milestone should we in the public be looking for in terms of how we're going to see advancement on the forward progress of Aggie Square?
0: You know, we should be counting a number of things. We should be counting uh, jobs created. It's an easy metric, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we should be counting companies both created uh, as well as companies that choose to bring their uh, operations to the Sacramento area to to collaborate uh, with with uh, others. Uh, we should be looking at um, uh, the the, uh, the the training of the workforce that we're trying to create uh, both from our university as well as from our, our neighborhood partners making sure that uh, uh, an Oak Park uh, uh, a youth person in Oak Park, can envision uh, a career potentially uh, as a uh, a scientist, an engineer, a technician uh, uh, at Aggie Square, Uh, we should be counting all those things. And I think those will all be indications of of success.
1: Incidentally, on that point, uh, in your community plan, are there any linkages between uh, the university and the state university, the community colleges, even the local uh, Sacramento Unified School District, all of which you know are are co-located so to speak within the the general area with you in order to make sure that that pipeline happens
0: absolutely scott we envision uh, a robust uh, collaboration with our higher ed partners as well as the community colleges and and k through 12 Uh, institutions. We just hired a community engagement uh, director to help us facilitate some of those uh, connections. But, you know, we've already had uh, 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 youth training and workforce development activities um, uh, uh, initiated already. Um, uh, Wexford has uh, provided, uh, I think the number is $150,000 a year for community engagement activities of that sort. That includes things like job fairs, as well as uh, some youth training activities. We'll we'll supplement that and, and look for other uh, uh resources to to, to augment that um, but we feel it's an important part of our mission to connect with uh, you know with a uh, sex state with the other uh, with the community colleges with with uh, the the um, uh, schools that are in close proximity to not only um, have Aggie Square viewed as a, as a potential destination for those students, but just to uh, provide assistance and support uh, in their own activities at the, at those institutions. Um, So uh, that's, we think that's an important uh, responsibility uh, uh, and part of our mission. Mm
1: -hmm. And and finally, what, 10 years from now, 20, in fact, let's, let's go out a little bit further, 20 years from now, how will this region be different because of the existence of Aggie Square?
0: If, what I dream of is uh, uh, a Sacramento that is uh, no longer viewed as a government town, a Sacramento that's viewed as a, a real bastion for, uh, uh, in, for uh, uh, technology, industry, uh, 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 engineering, science, uh, commercialization and development, uh, and an improved quality of life for the residents of the region that, that is noticeable and fair and equitable. Uh, across demographics. And, and I'd, I'd hope that people will view Aggie Square as sort of a watershed uh, and transformational event for the city that that really uh, helps uh, make it to the next level.
1: All right. And I think we'll leave it there. Right. So that's our show. Thanks to our guests. And thanks to you for watching Studio Sacramento. I'm Scott Syfax See you next time right here on KVIE. Thank you for listening to Studio Sacramento from KVIE Public Television. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes to help others find it. All episodes of Studio Sacramento, along with other KVIE programs, are available to watch online at kvie.org slash video.
0: This Studio Sacramento episode is supported by UC Davis Health, where doctors, nurses and researchers share a passion for advancing health. Learn more about their latest medical innovations at health.ucdavis.edu.